Hi, I'm Janice Corsano, and this is How to Survive Earth School. In this episode... But yeah, because we get hurt, and we actually think of it as love did it. You know, not our perception of something. Love actually did that. So if I didn't love anybody, I wouldn't be hurt right now. to think about living this forever. Yeah, that's where we, it really pisses you off. <laughs> that's where you're like, oh no, I'm not doing this forever. But that's kind of the thing. It's like, from this perspective, it doesn't feel so good, you know, as we're... But then, we don't have the memory of, you know, home. Which is why, you know, it's really hard sometimes with the faith, belief, and trust thing when we're getting pummeled. It's like, could you... And everyone's looking up at this guy. Could you just please do something that would be of help? <laughs> I don't know, something that would be positive would be nice. You know, give me a little break. Maybe, you know, send me a job. Okay, maybe send me a good person that I could date. Maybe send me, I'm really tired of the, whatever the hell you're sending me. I don't know why you're sending it to me, but I'm getting tired of it. I'm sick and tired of all these tests. I'm sick and tired, like, we are getting tired. Everyone's looking at God going, could you just stop it? Like, he's sitting up there with a book going, all right, I'm going to take uh, Michelle today. Let's see what we can do to her. <laughs> Christine, oh, she's next on the list. <laughs> yep, the other Christine, yep, now that she's knitting, she's definitely getting shit. <laughs> she looks way too relaxed. She's looking way too relaxed with her knitting. That's going to be a really pretty scarf when you're done there. Thanks. But, you know, I mean, it's like, like God actually sat up there and was saying, all right, Michelle, we're yeah. going to make you feel like you mm -hmm. suck as a mother today. Um, and you are, it's not something that you're trying to do it's the way that you're proving it because she's the closest person over there at the moment that helps push that mm -hmm. you know it's like who the only people that are close to us can do it and our kids are the best they are the like you know when we talk about family members you know our partner's good at helping us prove shit but our kids are also way up there our parents and other ones that's why like when we say the parents it's the same thing yeah. it's like you're doing it for her and she's doing it for you it's like they don't realize though the kids don't realize that that the parents get it just as bad you know, like, when I talk to the kids, like, you know, like, if I was talking to you about your parents and what you learned, it was like what, the way that we learned or the way that we felt that our parents were doing things. And we know from you being a parent now that that was never the intention. You know, the way that she's feeling is not your intention. It's the way that she's taking what you're doing as that's what you're doing. It's like, well, no, that's not what I'm actually trying to do. Sorry that you see it that way. And, you know, and, and, and having her have another perspective with the driveway was kind of nice but it'd be like oh oh yeah you don't really want it like this oh didn't know that i thought you were actually doing this on purpose mother you actually like this just like this you know and you what you like struggling right you love that you love struggling you just love it's more struggle the better how about you christine you like more struggling the better hmm. We all seem to like it because we well, all do it, right? Yeah, the, evidence it. <laughs> the evidence would suggest. The evidence would suggest that we love struggle. struggle. <laughs> Again. Yeah. yeah, we're like, yay, struggle! No, I'm super Put extra tired. struggle in. <laughs> yeah. A little struggle on top of that. <laughs> a little no. sprinkle of struggle, a little more struggle bus in there. <laughs> yeah, as my son would always say. Yep, um, we got on the struggle bus today. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, Nicholas says that all the time. Yep, we were on the struggle bus today, and 
it makes me laugh because he actually has a sense of humor about being on the struggle bus most of the time. Um, but it's funny. He's like, we got it. Yeah, we're on the struggle bus today. I'm like, oh, good. So you got to walk at some point. Well, no, not yet. But we're, <laughs> we're planning on it. But it's a nice way to think of it. Yeah. Like, you yeah. Know, like it's a temporary thing. Yeah. You know, like these things are happening. Okay, what's the point of them? What are we doing? And then what, you know, struggle bus-wise, you know, it's like, oh, it's like a thing we got on. It's not part of our life. You know, it's not who we are. It's a thing that's happening. And you can get off of it. Yeah. The idea that there's an exit yeah. is most people don't think so. Right, people think this is just the way life is. This done. And struggle. It does feel like that, though, if we think about, like, what's our struggle is in us, right? So it feels like that's just the way life is, that it's a struggle. And that's why I think his term makes it a little bit easier in general. It's like, you know, if it's the struggle bus, then it's not the whole life. It's the temporary thing that we're going through at the moment. That means we can learn something and change it. So for you, you know, Michelle, Christine, Christine, for you guys, you know, how much struggle do we think that we actually need? Because I think we're getting a little, we're getting higher, all of us. Like, I really don't want to struggle. I like things to go smooth, right? Could we just wave the flag. I really want those flags. Like, I keep telling you guys, we got to find those. Every time flags. I have them um, in here somewhere. But in all honesty, in, uh, in all honesty, I think every single person is so tired of struggle. I'm so tired of getting hit with your stuff. Exactly. I'm so tired of getting hit. Yes, we made one with a little paper towel um, and a chopstick. <laughs> we waved the white flag. Um, I really do. Everyone's so tired of struggling and feeling that they're, it's just them. And the problem is that most people think it's just them and they don't necessarily talk to everyone else. And they don't necessarily see a bunch of other people. It's like when you go to work. You don't usually talk about your private stuff. You know, like you'll talk about service stuff. Maybe you'll see people be angry. You'll, you'll see them be upset about certain things to do with work. And you might hear certain things. Some people you're a little bit closer to. And we know that a lot of times people with gossip, they tend to... I'm sorry. I was taking my notes. <laughs> with gossip? <laughs> sorry. I had a cold. That's okay. Um, with gossip, they tend to... You want tissues? I have okay. I forgot. Um, back to what I was saying, we bond in gossip, you know, so we do things like, so we'll find a person that we can, you know, all gossip about and those people will bond together with that, but we're basically judging other people doing that. That bonding in the, the gossip thing is, is pretty interesting to be able to say the struggle of, you know, like, see this person does this, this, and this to me, so then we play the victim role, and then we could all get on board together, and then but we're not talking about necessarily our own stuff. We'll throw that in there about what the person did. But a lot of times we bond more on the surface stuff. It's like, yeah, people do this or men are like this. I was at the dentist today and, and oh my God, it was, it was cracking me up because when we were, um, I could talk to him because I had to wait for certain things that he was doing and we were talking about different things that I do. And he's like, I, he goes, I go, I know that's your, you just want to go fishing. He goes, I was fishing today. He goes, <laughs> He goes, well, that's amazing how I just knew you were fishing. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he started laughing. And I said, we were talking about we were talking about the different things. And he goes, I don't know how you do what you do. I go, I know. You're very practical and you don't want to do anything to do with this. I said, but it actually is very helpful for what you do. I said, you know, you know, men are all assholes. I said, and women are all crazy. And he started cracking up because I know. Because <laughs> women are nuts. <laughs> he goes, they are crazy. 
He goes, oh, you know all that too? I go, who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't know that? I go, all you men are assholes and all of us women are crazy. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. We've learned that for... So it's like the idea that that's like a known fact when we're talking about programs. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And everyone in the office, like the, the girl that was helping him, she started cracking up laughing. She goes, uh-huh. Yeah, they are. Like, you just, I mean, whether you have a partner or not, we know that. It's like, yep, that's what they are. But, but I'm confused what we're, like, because we're saying that that's a pro, like, that's a program. We've been taught to think that. And everyone doesn't even think about it. That's no, just the way yeah. it is. That's what you mean? We mean that people somehow have been taught that women are crazy, right? And somebody must have been crazy, you know, like, to men, we look crazy in some way. So that that actually came across. And to women, men look like idiots and assholes. So we've been now proving that over and over, so now it's true in pre pretty much a consciousness, you know, our world consciousness mind, but that's more of a true statement, and it's not actually a true statement. And we were talking about that, and we were saying it as, well, I said, well, if all women are crazy and all men are assholes, what the hell are we doing with each other? <laughs> it's like, good question. <laughs> you know, like it's a start off of we don't trust each other, and, you know, women want this because women want money and men want sex and we don't trust each other. I'm, I'm like, what a start for, like, just getting into a relationship, what a start that is. I was like, yeah, no. I said, that doesn't make sense. I said, so basically what we're saying is relationships can't work right from the get-go because our foundation of them is bad, <laughs> you know? It's like, boy, we're, no wonder why we're so mistrusting of those little suckers. You know, people are going to hurt you and, you know, can't trust those little fuckers anyway, so bottom line is you can't trust anybody, but certainly don't let anyone get close to you, because we know what's going to happen there, and it's not pretty. You know, love is painful. Not supposed to be, but when you say it like this, like, love hurts. Now, how many songs do we know on that one? You want to sing it? Isn't that a song, Love Hurts? <laughs> Or love stinks. Love stinks. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, there are a bunch of. There's a lot of songs <laughs> that talk about how painful damn love is. I'm like, God, that's not helping. <laughs> but yeah, because we get hurt and we actually think of it as love did it. You know, not our perception of something. Love actually did that. So if I didn't love anybody, I wouldn't be hurt right now. You know, if I didn't love them, this wouldn't be happening. If I actually didn't let them in or didn't get close to them or actually paid more attention to how they really were, the true person, and got to know them better before I actually loved them, and then I wouldn't be putting up with this bull. But if men are all crazy, if men are all assholes and women are all crazy, then wouldn't they have to turn out to be that way at some point? some point they got to turn into nuts, and at some point they got to turn into idiots and assholes? You're like, all right, that's a good start. So just in those as natural things, those are so natural, you'll hear women and men talk about that all the time, like, and they just think it's natural. Like, yep, naturally, that's just what it is. Mm. Not true. I said, you know, men and women actually want the same thing. In the end, they really want the same thing. And yes, men think a little bit different than women. And women actually can be, and not all women, you know. Some women are more emotional. Some men are more emotional. They're, you know, they're taught very much not to be. But there's a lot of men that are emotional. And thank God we're actually allowing them to be themselves more. And they're saying that, you know, women are more emotional. Yeah, we may be a little bit more emotional, but there's a lot of men that are, you look at them and like, no, you're actually way more sensitive than you know. And you, it's kind of sadder, what, sadder, sadder, is that a word? Sadder, <laughs> sadder. 
Yes, Kristen. I have a question. Shoot. Because this, this actually is something I've been thinking about with, um, um, like, dating, like, you know, and <clears throat> it seems like, like, I've become aware of, like, things are very different right now in the dating world, I think, than they have been in a long time because you have so much, or I guess ever, because you have, like, this online dating. And then I've noticed, like, there seems to be this um, trend, like, of people, maybe of my generation, or, or maybe, I don't know, it's just everywhere, of, like, polyamory, mm -hmm. where people, and it's, like, this known thing, like, open relationships are not, like, super abnormal. And I have, like, a lot of reservations about that, and I also, I don't know, I feel like... That, like, that makes for a very good protection, doesn't it? What? Polyamory. Yeah, it just, it seems odd, and it seems like how, it just, it seems like it's so hard to connect with people mm -hmm. right now, at least for, maybe it's a personal thing, but I don't know if you guys have experience with that, but I find it to be very challenging. Christine? hard to connect the, with people. The polyamory thing. And I've been hearing a lot about that from other people. Yeah. The polyamory. And that to me felt very much. What is that? Oh. Tell her what this. It's like people, it's like almost like people don't really want to be serious and they're like dating and sort of hooking up with a lot, a lot of people. And like maybe they have like one sort of main like yeah, they'll, person. they'll have a relationship, but they also have other relationships, and or, the other person knows that they have other relationships. Or it's not, or they're just not serious with anyone, but and everyone knows. But it's like, yeah, it just like it's been really strange. I feel like um, too recently, like the people I've been coming into contact with are, it's just like people are more touchy feely, and there's like a lot more just sort of outward, like. Kind of. Yeah, they want the intimacy. There's yeah, there's. But they intimacy. don't want the closeness. But it but it almost it feels like to me it feels a little like it irks me a little like yeah maybe because it feels superficial I'm not sure. Well, probably if you think about it, it's a temporary intimacy for a few minutes, mm -hmm. right? So if you're having sex without the love and the caring and the you know I mean there there's a lot of that happening. And the polyamory is basically kind of hooking up with other people. Even if you're in a relationship, you're having an open relationship. And I think, you know, in talking to different people about it, it's, it's starting to become very much bigger. And it felt to me very much like I said, that's a great cop-out on love. Like, it really is. It's like a great way to be safe. You know, like not letting people in, not really getting close to people, and being able to, you know, fulfill your, your need for some kind of feeling of intimacy, of feeling like you could be close to somebody, but not really. You know, like you could have a moment, a few moments of intimacy. But that's, you're safe from getting hurt. And that's what we were talking about before, about getting hurt. Like the problem is love hurts. You know, the idea that everything comes down to is going to be painful and we know what the ending is already. We've already had it. So wouldn't this, isn't this much better? Why would we, why would we want to do that again? So people are getting, you know, very much like, I don't really want to do that. and. Why should I be with just one person? That's boring too. So, you know, there's trying to break the rules, meaning go way over to the other side. And we know whenever we go way over to the other side, because we are changing. So we go way over to the other side, that doesn't work either. Because it's like the 60s, right? It's like, all right, we're going to have Love Fest now. Right? We're going to have Love Fest 60s again. That didn't work. And the reason that it didn't work is, you know, it works for some people. I'm not, you know, making a judgment on it, I'm making an observation. But 
but the idea that it works for some people, but then we have to ask what is going on in the person, you know, is it really working for them or is there something else that's going on with them that they're so afraid to let anybody in or just have one person that they would feel that that person would be in love with them and they would be, they would have a relationship that that person would be there for them and they could count on them and that they could trust them. And a lot of people don't feel that way because of their past. You know, we have a lot of relationships and we learn very quickly not to do that. So we went, you know what, I'll, I'll not do that. I will have, I like having friends. And to me, I thought a relationship was always a friendship that you had intimacy in, that you needed to be friends first. Because I don't know, if you, if you had sex every day, say you did that for an hour or two, if you, every day, right? Say you did that, and that would be really extreme, but say you did. Say you did a whole hour or two. There's still 22 hours left in the day with the person. So you better like them <laughs> if you're going to be with them. So to me, it would be, the friendship would be the bigger thing. You, of course, have the attraction and would like to be intimate with the person, but you have to have the friendship and the basis of, you know, wanting to be together and spend time together for that to actually work. Because otherwise, sex is, you know, okay, and then we're done. Okay, that, you know, and that could be it from, you know, 10 minutes to, you know, an hour or two. And say if you really went all out and did it every single day, you still got a lot of hours left with the person or you don't see them at all. And it's like, okay, thank you. And I'll go home and there's no, you have intimacy for a short amount of time. And that's what we see so many more people doing. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. So, Why do you think people are doing that? Because they're so afraid of love. You know, we're going way over to the other extreme. You know, it's like the idea that love hurts so bad, we go way over to the extreme. So we, we won't actually try to love. We will, you know, we will, but we still want the intimacy. We want the closeness. But I, the thing I don't understand about this is also like, if we're talking about, you know, um, if we're talking about raising the vibration and we're talking about sort of going into this like, like more sensitive, you know, phase where we can all kind of, you know, feel each other's thoughts and feelings and really, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. Like, and maybe it's my fault, not fault, but like error to be misinterpreting this idea of the higher vibration as like a more sort of peaceable time. But like to me, I think in my head, it felt like, ooh, like that should, that stuff should come easier. Like the love stuff shouldn't be as scary if we're all sort of moving up. So I guess for, it's like, it sounds, it's weird. Like why is it, why are things harder? Like, why does it seem harder than it did? And maybe because I'm getting older, I don't know. No, it's it's actually because everyone's stuff, to actually raise the, the vibration, you actually have to get over your baggage, right? So you can't bring that baggage with you. Mm -hmm. So it has to be in your face in, to a certain degree, and everyone's stuff is so big in their face, so it'd be like, okay, love hurts, I keep getting hurt, I'm horrible in relationships, so this, this seems like it works better, and I get all my needs fulfilled. But you're not actually dealing with the, what the root problem is of what's going on with you. So we see more of that, like the extremeness of, you know, like we do both. Like we either have none or we go way over here and we're going to this instead of like the balance of the middle. And the balance would be something that would be able to feel comfortable and loving. Yes, the vibration is, you know, more of a love vibration and peacefulness. Mm -hmm. And But to be able to actually be in that vibration, you have to let go of a lot of things and programs the way that they work. And that would be that love is painful. 
Like that we haven't let go of love is painful. Right now, love is still really painful. It's not one of those things like, yeah, sure, love's easy, that's fun. It's, it's more like, what you're feeling over there on love is love is fun and easy. Or is it painful? It hard. Just, it just feels like, um, it's not even that it's hard, it's just that it doesn't feel like it's an option. Like where is, you know, and we've talked a lot in the past about that, at least for me, um, feeling that, that there would be like one person or whatever that would show up, but it's like, you know, I'm not seeing that person arrive and I don't know. I guess I'm looking at like this is my fault, is this something that I'm I'm like not seeing? Well, in Michelle's experience, what was your experience? Because you had an experience that, you know, when you got divorced and then it's like, you know, and you needed some time to mm -hmm. You know, and then you met somebody, and you dated a couple people, but you met somebody, and in meeting somebody, what was, you know, what's the difference than what's, what Christine is talking about for you? I think what I've experienced is I haven't had a lot of experiences where love hurts. So I've always felt, had relationships where I was happy, and I knew you, you can, yeah, I know you can be happy and there are people out there for you. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I, I always find somebody. And that may be the difference of right. what the experience is. If she's saying her experience was, you know, it was, love was easier. Mm -hmm. That it wasn't hard, that it wasn't always painful. That there's some pain in love, but you care enough about the person that you try to work them out. Right. Well, what she's saying, I, I can switch the same thing for love for like my job. Mm -hmm. And that's like, it's always hard. Why isn't it out there? Why is it always a struggle? It seems like there's nothing right for me out there. Yeah. You know, instead of that being a man or a relationship, it could be whatever it right. is. Right. It can be same everything's exactly. a relationship. Right. You know, so it's a relationship with your job. Yeah. You know, compared to a relationship with okay. a man. Yeah. Yeah. With the person. So the idea that she's doing it in her, her career sector you're doing it in your you know relationship sector with other people and are you seeing that with friends too no not anymore right so see the difference like we'll start first with friends but if you remember that a relationship is really a friend that you're just attracted to mm -hmm. then we actually start taking the labels off of them because we give friends different labels than we give relationships you know relationships have a different things so Michelle what do you give a friend versus a relationship a relationship with a like an intimate so relationship? Yeah, oh. significant other. Uh, I'm, I'm actually always friends with the person. So they're the same, just with intimacy. Yeah, so you do. You right. Them, yeah. You always think of them as a friend. Friend, right. And you then, have to have fun being with the person first. Yeah. And then... And have common interests and things that you like to do. And then it makes it easier for you to... It's like the way that you see it, you know, like your perception, the way that you learned it, is different than the way that Christine, it went into her, right. and the way that it went into you, right, Christine? Mm -hmm. The other Christine. Um, so what was, you know, the difference with Michelle's is that she didn't see it as that, and she saw it as, you know, you, you are friends, you're attracted to the person, you become friends, you hang out with them, you like spending time with them, and then that grows. Mm -hmm. And it grows into having more fun together, and laughing, and talking, and spending a lot of time with each other, and then that can grow into love and wanting to be together. And for you guys, what's the what's your experience of that? 
Because her experience of what she's saying, her experience was for relationships in general, was more of that. Not that it was anything that these two would, you know, have experienced. Mine said that part skips over. Right. You're just, you just shut that off. Yeah. You just went, okay, you know what, I didn't like that. That was, what? But that's how I am with, like, friendships, like, all other relationships, too. Okay. What do you mean? Like... Well, with, with relationships, loving relationships, I just shut it off. Like, I had a couple of bad experiences, and I'm like, this is not worth it. This is not fun. This is not easy. This is just more work than it's worth. But then also with, like, like I just have a hard time opening up to people in relationships and friendships because, similarly, like, I've had people hurt me. And so I tend to be more on my own. Does that feel like that? makes more sense to you yeah it's like the easy it's almost the easy way out because it's so hard to relationship is so much work a friendship or you know another relationship that it's not the thing i want to focus on it's the thing i take the easy way out which is just to be alone mm-hmm. now michelle what's your feeling on that because you tend to make friends yeah, if it's not hard, it's easy, and if it's the right person, you don't you don't even have to try. Mm-hmm. Christine, what's your feeling? Uh. <laughs> because you're somewhere in between both of them. Like yeah. Christine, <laughs> no, I'm calling her Nitty Christine. It's <laughs> um, okay. You guys wanted to name me like fairy goddess princess. But Christine D. She's just stopped them all together because of her experience. She's like, this is way too much work and, you know, they're too hard. And, Michelle, you're saying, no, it's, it's the right one because of your experience. It's like it's the right one and you don't even have to work at it. It's not a big, you know, job. And they just kind of click and you become mm-hmm. friends, whether it's an intimate relationship or a friendship. Mm-hmm. It, it's, they're easy. And I'm like, well, that was like a lucky thing. Like, that doesn't happen to people. So because Michelle's saying that that happened, that's the way that she sees it, you're going, no, that's not really the way that that works. Yeah, and you, so you met him online, right? Yeah. Creepy people are online. Like, that's what's, like, on <laughs> the news. Like, you must have found the one fish in the sea. Like, <laughs> plenty of fish. You don't know if he's not creepy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and, like, that's not what works out. Like, that's not how it works. So you got real lucky, my friend. Real lucky. <laughs> And how about you, Christine? Because you're somewhere, because you try relationships. Yeah. This one said no at all. She's like, okay, did that, nope. <laughs> I do, yeah, I will do. Um, so I I will try the relationship, but up until like fairly recently in the relationship, I have never, what I realize is that I always take on the other person mm-hmm. and I try to fit into exactly who I, who I think they want me to be rather than me myself in the relationship. So like for me, the idea that I would like, you know, even just figuring out who I was because I was doing it with everything, not just relationships I was doing with, like I was trying to find my identity outside of myself right. uh, in everything else. So for me, like, um, it's funny because I think I found it a lot easier almost to date when I wasn't being myself because, you know, I guess my standards were lower or maybe something. Like, I just didn't have the self-confidence. Mm-hmm. 
So I, since I've sort of started to feel more secure in who I am, I have found it harder to date, like to make a connection and have, I guess, maybe been, you know, working at protecting myself more, not just rushing into something because of the, you know, you know, the butterfly feeling, like really trying to assess who someone is. And so that is good, but it's also just frustrating because I would like that. I think I would like the thing, you know, to happen. The nice thing. <laughs> the nice. And it would be the same thing. So if Michelle and you are doing the same thing, and we're going to say Christine's doing it, but she stopped it. Uh-huh. Right? So she stopped it. So she's doing the same thing. Michelle does it in her job. You're doing it in relationships. Christine did it in relationships. Um, so she just took herself out altogether. And Michelle, for, for jobs, the way that you relate it, because it works the same exact way. You're saying it's the same exact thing. It doesn't matter. It's still a relationship, and it's a relationship with job. When we're talking about Christine would like it just to happen, so would you. Yes. Like, could it just freaking happen now, right? What is it? Can it just it just happen? And what's your, what's your feeling on it just happening? What's, the, what's in the way? Like, what's the reason that it just doesn't happen? Like, your thought on what's the... Because I don't want, I don't know what I really want, mm-hmm. so I can't say I want to be, I want to be a psychotherapist. So I'm going to go and get all these certifications and go be that. I think it's because I don't know what I want. Okay. And then also that it's a struggle. Okay. So when you were working, because mm-hmm. you worked for what? How long? Uh, like seven months. Okay. So you had that job, and how was that job? I didn't like. So basically, you proved everything that right. about, and then when we're talking about for you, Christine, with relationships, it's like, okay, what's your last relationships proved to you? And then when we go into the next one, right? Yes. <laughs> All right, don't get nauseous over there. <laughs> Sorry, I just had like a weird PTSD <laughs> flashback. Flashback. See, so apparently, hold on, because we go and we go. What's the common theme here? The reaction that you just had to both of those things would be like, would, who's going to jump into that? Who, how are you going to create that from that standpoint? You know, that standpoint is saying that this is how they really are. You know, when people say to you, well, Michelle, you know, get, just take a job, you know, just, and you're going, ooh, <laughs> like, that's like, and just kill me somebody. Right. <laughs> like, ugh. Right. It's like, you know, just put a stake in me. And it's not like, just get a job. It's like, no, I did that. It was horrific. The way that I was working, what I had to do, and what I got paid for it, it's a real struggle. It's difficult. For you, you're saying the same thing with relationships. It's a real struggle. It's difficult. Just the idea of our past one that we had, I mean, to the point that this Christine took them out altogether and won't even go there. She just closed that door. She just closed the door because she went She went beyond what you guys already did or are doing. You two are both still trying to do that. She went, No. She said she did it enough and went, nope, too painful, shut the door, which is to me how polyamory happens. Mm. It's like, well, I want to open the door a little bit, but I don't want to get hurt. So how do I not do that? I want to open the door just enough so I can have some kind of a connection with somebody, kind of, not necessarily all the way. It's the same thing with you doing the job. It's like, well, I'll take a lesser job because I don't know really what I want and 
if we go like, all right, if you visualize, you know, we're like visualizing what we want and that's hard to do necessarily. It's like, what do I want to do? Well, there's so many things. It's like, what interests you? It's the same thing with relationships. It's like, what, what does the person look like? Meaning, I don't mean what they look like, meaning their characteristics. It's the same thing with a job. We don't necessarily need to know, you know, the job per se. We need to know the characteristics of what it would feel like. You know, like, what does it feel like? So at least we can go in the feeling. So we have to take the past out and say that the past isn't what's going to happen again, that we learn from that to actually let anyone in. Next week's episode. Don't worry, there's something wrong. Which I recognize as I'm saying it is a crazy, <laughs> crazy thing <laughs> to think. Well, it's not a crazy thing, it's the way that, that we made passion be. You know, that, that passion would have to, have to be this. Um, and passion is, there's, you know, what's passion for people, and everyone has a different definition for it, but it doesn't have to be something that would be something so hard. You know, it's like passion means fighting. Passion means, you know, that we're always proving to each other that we care. You know, there's always some kind of a friction that makes it so it's so passionate and it's like...